0: May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empower to Grow. I have a very interesting guest for you tonight or today, wherever you are, and uh, talking about topics that I don't think we have addressed in this way on this podcast, which is really interesting. Nisha Fair, all the way from Canada. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Nisha is an author and a researcher and a pleasure educator. And we're going to delve a bit deeper into that uh, in our conversation. Um, but it is a, she brings up this subject of fawning. And yes, I did actually have to research just to make sure that I'm getting the right understanding. But we're going to be talking about that as well as the conversation rolls. But I want to start somewhere else, Nisha. Um, empowered to grow. When you read that Mm. phrase and knew that that was the name of the podcast, what does this phrase mean to you or, and, or how did it resonate with you? Mm. You know, when I think
1: about being empowered to grow, there are a few things that come forward for me. Number one is having agency and being given the space to cultivate our own agency, because that's, you know, especially as women, it's something that seems to be in a lot of short supply for us, whether it's because of the pandemic or because of work, because of managing all the, all the balls that we have throwing, throwing up in the air. There isn't a lot of space for us to be who we are. We're mm-hmm. often pulled in many different directions. And so when I think about being empowered to grow, I really think about agency and about creating space ourselves, so pushing back against those uh, maybe socially contrived ideas of who we're supposed to be in our relationships, in our work lives, with our families, and become who it is we came here to be.
0: I love that. An agency, that that is very important. As you said, it's, um, it's something that I don't think we address enough as well, or we're not conditioned to address enough growing up
1: that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: Okay. So from, from that perspective, um, you are empowered to grow in your own way right now, and you are empowering others. Can you tell us a bit more about your story, please?
1: How far down the rabbit hole do we want to go? As far as you'd (laughs) like, I've got
0: all the time in the world.
1: (laughs) Sure. Um, well, the journey, that got me where I am today is really kind of a lifelong one um, and the book is is really a 30-year long healing process that I've been um, on since I was a teenager. I, uh, I'm a survivor of developmental trauma. I've had um, what do you call it abusive relationships and also assaults as an adult. So I have a lot of lived experience with agency and people pushing into my space and robbing me of my agency. So I have my whole life have really been working to try and like push back and create space and become who it is that I, I came here to be. Mm -hmm. Um, The work that I do now is really, it grew out of my healing from the abusive relationship I was in. Uh, I ended in 2014 Mm -hmm. And in healing that abusive relationship, I really had to go back and see how that relationship was just like a little microcosm for all of the stuff I experienced growing up in a turbulent and very authoritative, very religious um, and abusive home. Mm -hmm. Um, So the last seven years really have have driven me down or guided me down this path to really explore how our social conditioning mixes in with our biology Mm -hmm. and with our upbringing to try and kind of tease out the pieces that are me and the pieces that are my conditioning and the pieces that are my wounding again to try and and really become my authentic self so this work around fawn was a really formative piece because and I know we'll go into it in greater detail but um, I really see that it's at the It's kind of the linchpin that keeps unhealthy relationship dynamics in play. Mm. So it's this kind of submission response that allows us to survive and get by and kind of grin and bear it. But again, this is happening because we're being imposed upon or we're being intimidated by someone with greater social or physical power than we have. Mm. And so We have this process of just chipping away at our sense of self. We, we, our bodies get smaller, physically smaller. So this is sort of a very long winded way of talking about how I've arrived at this, this book and this research. It's really been, you know, a third, like I said, a 30 year process, but targeted in the last say seven, I've been really, really uh, diving deep into the fawn response and how, our nervous systems really need to be um, in a place of, of regulation in order to have healthy relationships with one another.
0: And just to kind of um, define for everyone, Fawn, who are not familiar with mm-hmm. the term, that's yeah. people-pleasing, that is related to accepting things or you know acts, um, uh, emotions or whatever it is that do not necessarily go down with us in a good way, but just because we don't want to rock the boat, is this the general understanding of fawn or fawning?
1: Yeah. So fawn is, it's a biological stress response. That's the first thing that I want people to understand is that this is something that mammals do Mm -hmm. across different species, all human beings, male, female, non-binary, we can all do it because it's part of our, our biological wiring. It's just one of the stress responses. We have access to so we're all kind of a little bit more familiar with fight flight perhaps
0: yeah I'll just well say the um, the, the regular yeah. sympathetic nervous system reaction
1: yes mm-hmm. so fawn is a stress response, just like fight or flight is, but it is within the same arc of, of a stress response cascade. It's one of the doors we can go through when we're trying to avoid danger or, or get to safety. Mm-hmm. It is a, what's called a hypo arousal response. So where fight flight is hyper arousal, we think of like really maybe agitated, lashing out, running away, these kinds of Priming for action type responses. Fawn is a submission response. So we get smaller, we might feel more sedated. Um, again, like like you said, it's a sort of not rocking the boat, not, uh, or the grinning and barret kind of approach. And what I want folks to really understand is that just like lashing out or running away is the behavior associated with a fight flight response, mm-hmm. going along with something silencing your own voice, abandoning yourself, grinning and bearing it, um, saying yes to something you don't want to do to try and feel safer because it's just easier. These are the behaviors that are caused by the stress response. So we don't do these things because we want to or because we're weak or because we don't love ourselves enough. We do them because that's the effect of the fawn response being triggered at the body level. So I want to, a couple more things we can kind of just to give people examples of how it shows up in relationships. Um, So a lot of my clients will come to me and they'll say, you know, I thought I was choosing to go along with it, or I thought I just hated sex with my partner Mm -hmm. Um, or, you know, saying yes to a certain act that you don't really want to do, but Mm -hmm. you want to save the relationship. And we start to see this more as you know, people are becoming more sexually aware and more sexually literate. We're opening up to all the various different things that can happen. And one partner wants to try something, and the other doesn't. Yeah. And that other partner has three kids at home, and maybe they don't have, um, they can't uh, support themselves financially. Okay. We start to get a really complicated situation where you know, is the part, is, is my partner going to divorce me if I don't say yes to a threesome or what have you, right? So these, it really, the Fauna response really hinges on our sense of safety and our ability to feel like our no and our authenticity is going to be accepted and honored if we are to voice ourselves authentically
0: within a relationship. So So, does that feel like it flushes things up? Sorry, does it only manifest in, in, um, in the sexual setting, the sexual relationship, or does it have other No Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. No, it
1: shows up in any, so fawn is a hierarchical stress response. Okay. It's different from our other stress responses in that, you know, we don't fawn at a falling tree branch or an oncoming car mm-hmm. or a loud noise in the middle of the night, right? We only fawn with other people. So it can happen in the workplace. It can happen in, uh, within your religious community. It can happen in your social circle, anywhere we feel like, um, you know, in, in a way social media is a kind of hierarchical stress that we experience too. Right. So anytime we feel like we have less physical, social, emotional power within a certain dynamic, again, whether it's work, home, family, relationship um or other social social communities, then we're more likely to use that response as a way to feel safe.
0: And you've put in your work and your research in the context of the the relationship, the the fawning in relationships.
1: Mm-hmm. I have, and that's simply because that's where I see the most harm is being done for people. Mm-hmm. But it's also because I really believe that the health of our relationships is the key to saving our world and having a better, leaving a better world for the generations to come. You know, when you're, I don't know if anyone out there, if you have ever been in a relationship that felt unhealthy or where you weren't accepted to be your authentic self. And I can say from (laughs) my experience, You you, Right? Like I remember I used everything that I had, every single resource. And by the end of the day, I was exhausted just trying to manage his behavior, his wishes. And there was nothing left for me. Mm -hmm. There was nothing left for me to give back to my community. There was nothing left for me to like go out there and see how I can help, you know, the world in some way. I was just so consumed with that, trying to maintain um, the stress in that relationship. And when our relationships are healthy, we have, we have tons left for ourselves. We, they feed us, right? So when our relationships feed us, they're not feeding on us. And that's something I try to like get people to think of too. If it's not feeding you, it's feeding on you. Yeah. So really looking for, ways for us to be nourished by our relationships so we have lots to give back to our communities to the world and so that we can show up with purpose in the way that we we intended and desired to when we came to this earth. So. Wow.
0: Okay, so from from where you stand today and <laughs> all the work you have done, what advice would you go back and impart on your 19-year-old self? Oh, I love this question. <laughs> oh, that's
1: great. You know, it's tricky because I think a lot of people ask me and have over the years, you know, what would you do different? And in a way I wouldn't do anything different because Mm -hmm. if I had done anything differently, I wouldn't be who I am and I wouldn't be here. Yeah. But I think the, if there was one piece of advice that I would give to my 18 or 19 year old self, it would just be trust yourself, listen to your instincts and listen to your body. Know that that those little whispers—they're right, and they're trying to guide you in the in the direction of what's going to be uh, most supportive to your well-being and your highest good.
0: I love that. Yes, mm-hmm. and yes, another lack of conditioning there—that we don't trust ourselves enough. Oh, anyway. here you know, we're made dependent yeah. from day one. is like, no, you have to listen to someone else, and you know the answer is mm-hmm. always outside of you. And I think that is something yes. that to go back and impart and or not go back to impart on the younger generation and ourselves or even right now just saying, you know, trust you, trust your gut as well. Yes. So mm-hmm. That's intuition, doesn't, doesn't really misguide you in that sense. No. Okay, the other end of the spectrum then, Misha, You're 90, yeah. your 90 year old self. Oh. Like her to thank you for today.
1: Oh. Thank you for listening to yourself. Thank you for trusting yourself. Thank you for, thank you for pushing back Hmm. and rebelling against the forces that told you you couldn't be who you are. Um, And I think, thank you for being relentless. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm here today with any modicum of health is because I was relentless in getting to the bottom of my trauma. You know, I left no stone unturned and I ended friendships. I ended relationships. I cut ties with certain family members. I just was totally relentless and almost ruthless to the point of, um, whatever needed to be done and I think and I think we have to be relentless when it comes to honoring ourselves there can be no you know compromises or half measures um there's something else I think that I wanted my 90 year old self would thank me for let me think Um, I was thinking about it when you first asked that. It's such a beautiful question. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah, maybe that's it for now. If I think of anything else, I'll add it in.
0: Add it in. We still got time. So from your work and from everything that you do, um, if you're standing on a stage right now and you're talking to tens of thousands of women and the topic is about being empowered to grow, which I'm assuming is going against fawning. (laughs) What would be that last message you leave them with?
1: Every single one of the voices that tell you that you're less than you think you are is a lie. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's all a lie. And it was put there by people who were supposed to love you by a world that was supposed to love you and honor your inherent goodness and didn't because they were wounded. If it feels bad, it's a lie. That's, I think that is, that's probably one of the, the truths that has carried me through, you know, my, my healing journey is that if it's feel if it feels bad, it's not true because who you are and this is, you know, kind of taking us down to the, the direction of pleasure, who you are in a pleasurable peaceful delightful moment
0: is the truth of who you are
1: in our body in our minds and our souls that is that is what the truth is and everything else is a lie
0: absolutely love it absolutely love mm-hmm. it and yes the voices in our heads and I think I yeah. came to I came to face the voices in my head about um, two years ago or something and I realized the biggest one that was so loud and i was surprised i hadn't heard it for so many years like two three decades was who do you think you are and i realized oh, yeah. that was the voice that kept stopping me that kept me at the <clears throat> threshold of the next phase of the breakthroughs yes. of every time yes. getting there that voice would activate i didn't hear it before i didn't even know it was there and I would mm-hmm. find myself retrieving and retreating back into a cocoon away from the spotlight, away from practically owning the good space for myself or the good feeling or yes. my space.
1: Oh. It's that is such a big one. I think I resonate with that a lot. And the one that I used to hear was um, don't get too big for your boots or <laughs> you're, you're getting too big oh, for that your too. boots, which and I think that's that probably comes, my family's Irish. And I think that's probably an Irish, an Irish saying, but it's, um, it is. And it's, it's something that we only say to women. Yeah. You never hear men saying that to themselves. And I'll tell you something, having gone through, this is, this is interesting to me and it breaks my heart a little bit, but going through my academic processes, anytime I had female advisors, they were constantly trying to rein me in and tell me that's too advanced for you. And I think you're fighting off too more, like too much more than you can chew. Whatever that saying is when I had male advisors, they were like, go for it, punch the sky, you know? And so there's this, it's so important as women that we really, really do work to encourage each other yep. and, to not reinforce that old message of like, Oh, Oh, who do you think you are? Or you're getting too big for your boots or yeah. um, how dare you advance yeah. and go ahead from us, which people get when they lose weight, when they get a new job, you know, it's how dare you jump out of the jump out of the mud puddle that we're all standing in together, yeah. you know, cause misery loves company. Um, but however, you know, you might interpret that, but that is something that that happens when we start to change and grow it
0: it can be triggering for other people yeah i've um, i've heard have you have you ever heard of the crap theory crap, no. crap as in crabs so i, yeah. I heard it in, uh, first or um, in uh, better Kulian's book man up and uh, he was he was talking that you know he was uh, on vacation with his family and it was kind of a fishing small fishing town and there was this um, this older man he was sitting and fishing and he was fishing for crabs And he had a bucket behind him. And every time he'd catch a crab, he would put it in the bucket. And he, like, he was giving his back to the bucket. So he wasn't even looking at it. And he, passing by, he stopped to look at him and stuff. And he saw that one of the crabs was trying to get out. So it was crawling out, kind of, you know, climbing on the other crabs and trying to. So he's like, "Uh, buddy, by the way, the crab is escaping. He's like, he didn't even flinch. He's like, keep watching. No, it isn't. Just keep watching. And um, he, he stayed watching and he found that as soon as the crab got to the edge of the, of the pail that it was in, the bucket was in, <laughs> it was literally, it was pulled back in by the other crabs. It was like, from that concept of this is, this is our space, this is our comfort zone, where do you think <sighs> you're going? And that for me, as exactly as it's happening to you right now, it blew my mind. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've had crabs for so long in my life that I didn't understand why I kept crawling back. I I kept getting pulled back. And for us, as you said, it is possibly it was it was fawning. It was because of that feeling of I can't let go. And I thought more also of of our anchors. Like even growing bigger than than your family, your environment, your community, your school friends, your university friends, all of these people that you grow up with who believe they know you better and believe that they know everything about you. Um, And that's where it stops. Is like, you know, yeah come on seriously that's not you that's not you know that's that's oh, not how you act yes. or something i had a, yes, a, a school friend of mine tell me that when i was exercising and i was like really into crossfit then and then you know kickboxing and that kind of thing he's like seriously you've never done that in your life and you've always been chubby and what happened oh my God. automatically my conditioning went back on mm-hmm. i got injured the same day And I haven't been exercising like that since then. Oh my goodness. Seriously, who do I think Uh I am? I've never been athletic.
1: I can feel my anger like right in my sternum right now for you.
0: Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, I I had always tried. I was striving. Yeah. But I'm not built for it. I convinced myself that's not who I am. And my body Mm -hmm. immediately, you know, after is like, yeah, seriously, what, what were we doing? Oh no, yeah, that's not us let's go back again. And now I'm, I'm kind of, you know, putting in the work I've only put in the work, um, past officially two and a half years, like on the, on the mental and emotional side of matters, but overall and, and all about my worth and everything over the past four years, at least. And, um, now I'm taking it really like small bites one by the time yeah. one small part of the time just addressing it and mm-hmm. in, in, you know kind of we re- I'm saying I'm I'm changing the narrative I'm rewriting my mm-hmm. script in everything that that should be around so I love that you know this is where it's amazing we're having this conversation I know we're going to have a lot more in the uncharted discussion part because there's a lot more to uncover there but mm-hmm. um okay I have to stop myself because I can go on forever talking about this. (laughs) I love this. Um, Nisha, where can our um, viewers and listeners find you in virtual space?
1: Yeah, so my website, NishaFair.com on Instagram at NishaFair. And uh, when is this going live, do you think? Um, Going live in April, I believe. Okay, so then my book will be out on Amazon. I'm sure we'll have the links there in the show notes for people. Yes, we will. Yes, and will yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. Yay!
0: Okay, thank you so much, yeah. Nisha. This this has uh, been enlightening in so many ways, and I'm sure we're gonna delve a bit deeper in the unchartered part.
1: <laughs> but, I can't uh,
0: wait. Yeah, thank you for thank you for the work you're doing because I think it is really really important. And as you said, even the part that we could be shying away from shying away from addressing for so long. And that's the, the pleasure part. And, um, I want to delve a bit deeper with you on that in the, in the next part. Looking forward to it. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: (laughs) My pleasure. Well, you heard it. You listen to your gut, trust yourself, um, understand that being conditioned is one thing and um, reconditioning yourself is another thing. And, It is our responsibility. Now that we've got the awareness, we might as well make it our responsibility. So as always, I wish you love, abundance and prosperity. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with the tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananubasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you, empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.